Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Scrambling with Dylan Otto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring USC golfer Gavin Arulia. Gavin, welcome, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. You know, it's been great to see you at events. Met you a couple years ago at Southern Highlands, did some work for you guys. You know, how have you been lately? How are things at USC? Things are pretty good right now. Uh, Just kind of trying to get through school and finals right now. So taking a little break from golf, which is probably needed a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, uh, just finishing up school, um, getting ready, picking some tournaments to play over summer, getting ready to get ready for those as well. So it's basically all I'm up to right now. Can't complain. I wish wish we played a little longer this season, but um, it is what it is. So just getting ready for summertime. Exactly, man. I mean, I know, um, you know, the finals week, that's always a grind to get through, especially at USC, I'm sure. But um, yeah, man, I mean, you guys, you know, you guys got a great team. You guys just keep on grinding. And, you know, this coming summer, I think it'll be an exciting summer for you. Um, but I'm glad that everything at USC is going well, grinding through the finals, getting through that. But I mean, we'll get into the questions here, man. I'm, all, I'm always curious. Start the questions from the beginning. You know, where are you from and how'd you get to the game of golf? So originally I was born in San Francisco, born there. Uh, I kind of live part-time there, part-time in Arizona. So gotcha. I'm from, anyone asks, I say Phoenix, Arizona, but I was, I was born in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Um, got into the game through my dad. He started golfing a bunch when he retired, uh-huh. joined, uh, joined a country club in Arizona. And then from there, I started golfing a little bit with him, you know, because every re- retired athlete wants to go play golf it seems like <laughs> yeah so me and my brother we still played baseball obviously but um yeah we we went with my dad at the country club and played and we kind of got hooked and then started taking lessons from the club and then eventually got to a point where I just was kind of like I lost my passion for baseball probably mm-hmm. about 12 years old but mm-hmm. baseball till I was 12 I actually stuck it out a little longer than my uh than my brother gotcha um and then I was kind of just like got to the point where I was like, dad, like, I love baseball, I love playing in tournaments and games, but like, I don't understand, like, we do the same thing at practice every day. And I was just kind of like, I'd rather go practice golf than practice baseball. And then it got to that point. And then I just stopped playing altogether and then focused on golf. So, yeah, yeah, I, I get you, man. And, you know, whenever I was, you know, I'm doing my research and I mean, I probably was pretty young whenever your dad was playing in the MLB, you know, but it's like. I mean, your dad was a very successful baseball player. I was really curious about that. And what was it like, you know, kind of growing up with baseball kind of being the bigger sport? And, you know, obviously, like you said, you kind of played both at the same time, but you eventually made the switch to just playing golf only. You know, what was it like kind of, you know, your dad being such a successful baseball player, 
playing golf alongside your brother kind of growing up and stuff? Yeah. So like when we were younger, me and my brother, we didn't even know about golf or think about golf at all. So yeah. we, kind of, we grew up in San Fran around the stadium, around a bunch of players and in Cincinnati a little bit too. Uh, I was too young to remember that, but um, yeah, I remember going to all the games and, and meeting all the players and all this stuff. And you're kind of like too young to know what's yeah like really going on, but like, you know, what's going on. Mm -hmm. So we were just kind of just hooked on baseball. Cause that's all we knew as kids. Yeah. And my, my dad, like he wasn't the type of guy who's like, you have to play baseball because I played baseball. He was pretty like lenient to whatever me and my brother wanted to do. Yeah. Um, it's a little, it's a little different now, like knowing a lot more about baseball and like the history of teams my dad played for and the players he played with and yeah going to, going to some of the reunions um with him in san francisco is pretty awesome yeah. um but yeah we we just grew up playing baseball and we were we were hooked on baseball up until we were we were probably like he was nine my brother's nine i was six or seven mm -hmm. and that's, that's kind of when we started playing golf and then yeah we started taking lessons from the from our country club in Arizona that we joined after my dad had retired. And then from there, me and my brother kind of just like, I guess just played me and him would play against each other all the time for fun. And then eventually went to tournaments. And then eventually as we grew up, we started playing against each other in tournaments and yeah, started to become really fun. And there's other couple, couple other players at our, uh, at our country club that um, we all push each other. Like I think me and my brother, Two kids on the Boulder team, Jack Hughes and Tucker Clark. We grew up at the all at the same club. And then another one of my buddies just uh committed to New Mexico State. So we all had a really good um and there's two others that are, are division one too. So we had a good little group of, of uh players at the country club that we got to meet and kind of just push each other to the next level. So nice. It's awesome looking back on that we're all at our, our own respective places now and yeah. we all push each other. But yeah, um uh, my brother was a big part and pushing me to be better and making me a little tougher so yeah you know it's cool to hear how you you know growing up being around baseball but then yet golf was kind of you know you're you you're and your brother's main focus that's something you guys really wanted to do and you guys were able to be around such good players in Arizona like that growing up I think that's a huge key to you know becoming a better player whenever you're around you know guys that are really good as well and stuff and you're playing and competing against them but yeah I just thought that was really interesting and, and I'm curious about your high school days you know where did you go to high school would you go to high school in Arizona San Francisco area and you know what kind of scores were you shooting yeah we, uh, I went to Arcadia high school it's uh close by to my house so like basically in Arizona there's like this thing it's called like the Arcadia neighborhood it's in like the phoenix scottsdale area uh -huh. it's technically in phoenix but it's really close by to scottsdale our home course is actually where, where i play at and me Chaz, and tucker play at we had a really good team actually and um we had me my my freshman year we were like we were like fourth in the nation or something like wow. we were like we were really good it was it was fun being on a on a really good high school team we won state back-to-back -back years freshman and sophomore year um freshman year we were was the best year for sure we had yeah me and my brother tucker and then a kid who, who actually plays baseball at auburn right now who was just a freak athlete who he would shoot in the 60s like all wow. the time which is crazy he hits wow. the ball super far yeah and then another one of our buddies who was a solid player too as our five who could break par at all the courses we were playing so yeah high school i was 
at the course we were playing, granted they were easier than the ones we play now. Um, sure, sure. They were there was a lot of uh under par rounds, a lot of a lot of in the 60s rounds. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was it was really fun. Just just high school golf was fun. Went in state, um, freshman, sophomore year, and then uh individually my junior year. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was all a lot of fun and I just look back on it. It's just like great memories. And we played at uh Omni Tucson. Yeah, so that's where we played the NIT. Yeah. So it's like every time I go back there, I just think about high school state and all of, all the like good memories we had over there. So yeah, wow. high school golf was was fun, and I'm glad I'm glad I went to a good high school with you know a good group of guys and got to play along them. It was pretty cool. Yeah, well, I mean, to have a competitive high school team is just really you know it. I've had a lot of people on the podcast that either it was really competitive or it was just a bunch of guys that were kind of like there and it just slap it around. So it's yeah. but I mean, being in Arizona, like I mean, there's so much you know good golf in Arizona that it's really cool that you're able to go to a high school with such you know, talented players, whether they, you know, were just freak athletes or they went on to play, you know, division one golf and stuff. So, um, but I mean, I'm sure you played tournaments outside of high school golf. Um, you know, I'm, after, you know, doing my research and stuff and kind of looking at tournaments you played in junior, your junior career, I mean, you played in a lot of, you know, high level AJGA events, amateur events all throughout your junior career. Like, can you touch on just the kind of tournaments and the travel aspect that you went through in your junior career? Yeah. So, Junior golf, I played, I played mostly like up until I was like a, a freshman in high school, sophomore in high school, uh, just like local stuff. And then I got mm-hmm. more into the AJGA tournaments when I was like, honestly, like 12 or 13. Wow. So, yeah. Um, that's when I first started. Um, I'm pretty young for my, for my grad year. I'm like, mm-hmm. a, I'm like a year young. So like uh-huh. technically like, I could be going into sophomore year, not going into junior year. Gotcha. So say like I was like thir- like 13 as a, like an eighth grader or something, or yeah, 13 as an eighth grader instead of 14, something like wow. that. But that's when I first started getting into AJGAs. And then, yeah, when I was, uh, I turned 14, I started playing really well in them. Mm-hmm. Started off with like the 12 to 15 ones, like the junior all-stars. And then I had a couple top finishes in those. And then, that kind of propelled me to get into the bigger ones and start playing pretty good in those, the open ones. And then yeah, led to sort of a couple of the invitational ones also. So um, it was a lot of traveling, uh, mostly in the summertime. So it wasn't too bad. And then if I traveled during the, during the school year, it was just like miss a couple days here and there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's all, it was always fun traveling um, all over to play tournaments and play some pretty cool spots with AJGA. I mean, they're awesome. They, they know how to run tournaments really well and, and everything. So that was a big organization that I, I love playing for AJGA. So um, yeah, 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 it was, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I just got some junior stats here just from kind of your junior career. I mean, like I said, you played in a lot of, you know, high level AJGA events, Amherst events throughout your junior career, finished second at the 2018 AJGA junior at Lake Merced finished second that same year. Club Court Mission Hills Desert Junior won the 2020 AJGA at Pro Pronghorn. You also, I think this is kind of a, a bigger one that a lot of people maybe know of in the junior golf world. But, I mean, you won the 2021 IMG Academy Junior World Championship. I mean, blew people out of the water there at Torrey <laughs> Pines. Um, also played in the 2021 USGRAM after that. I mean, just a super decorated junior career here. And I mean, in your eyes, what was the highlight of your junior career? Like, like that you can think back to. 
honestly, the highlight was probably the junior world win, mm -hmm. mostly because at that tournament in the past, I've had like chances to win and kind of like just kind of fell apart, sort of, mm -hmm. or just didn't get it done. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, and then I wasn't really even playing, uh, great going into it, which was like, interesting, pretty funny. Yeah. yeah so it was kind of just out of nowhere. Um, I kind of just found something out there and then just, just went with it and then used my, uh, my length to my advantage out there. And just, I was making like stupid amount of putts. So it was just, it was just <laughs> one of those weeks where it was, everything was just falling together. And then, you know, in the back nine, I was, I was up by a lot. So I was just trying to hang on coming in. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was fun. Um, I'd either say that one because going like the feeling I had going into the tournament and then how I, you know, ended up playing or, um, the one, the pronghorn in Oregon, because yeah. I think that was kind of like, that was during like that COVID summer at the end of it. And I was kind of just like, I was also like, I didn't really know what to, I mean, I was playing pretty solid golf. I didn't know what to expect. And then that was probably the best tournament I think I've ever played, like start to finish by far. Yeah. So yeah, probably, probably the junior role was the best feeling one, but the, the best one I played in the whole time was for sure the one in Oregon that I won. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I mean, it was just, I think it's just really, really impressive, you know, what you, what you've done in your junior career, because I mean, everybody dreams of, you know, playing the AJGAs and winning an AJGA and let alone to win, you know, you know, a, a multiple and to win the junior worlds and stuff. I mean, it's pretty impressive, man. So really hats off to you for that junior career there. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. It. Yeah, definitely, man. And I'm curious about when you started the recruiting process, like, Obviously, you know, you being from kind of the Bay Area and the Arizona area, played your high school golf in Arizona. You know, what kind of schools were you looking at? And, you know, what was the recruiting process like for you? Yeah, so I didn't really think about college at all. Um, and then my freshman year in high school, this is before they they uh, changed the uh -huh. rules where you can't talk to coaches after yeah. like uh, up until junior year. Back then when I was getting recruited, it was like you can call the coach but they can't call you, uh -huh. you can text them and let them know you're calling, but there's no guarantee. Like, you know, they, but like I'd have, so basically I would have my swing coach, um, like call them and then they would be like, all right. And like, no, I was calling. And then I would send them a text what time I call them. And then I would just hope for the best, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't, it was, I didn't have a time where they didn't pick up, which is awesome. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it all kind of started, um, like freshman year, I didn't even, I didn't know really how good I was. I didn't know like what college I could play for or anything. Mm -hmm. My brother was kind of like, you got to start like calling some schools. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like <laughs> I'm pretty young. Like I, I wasn't even thinking about it. And then, yeah, eventually I called like one or two schools at first. And then mm -hmm. that was like before summertime. And then the first, first time I really had like a coach, like watch me and catch my attention was, a. Uh, it was like a junior PGA qualifier yeah. in Arizona. And actually uh, Silverstein, the women's coach, uh, was nice. at the time. So yeah. he was out there watching me and I ended up uh, winning the event. And I was just like, wow, it's pretty cool. Like he came out and watched me. Like I was like, I didn't really, I don't know if he's watching me, but I assumed he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was, I was like, that's pretty cool. He's watching me. And then after that, uh, at the AJGAs I played some of those that you mentioned um I had a couple other coaches come out and watch me 
So I was pretty fortunate to be playing some really good golf at a really good time, honestly. And I had the summer after my freshman year in high school, I I had more coaches like watching me than I even like ever could imagine. So it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was unreal. And I, I loved it. I loved playing in front of them. I loved trying to show what I had. Mm -hmm. Um, it was fun. So yeah, I just basically went from there. Like I would just see who was watching me and then I'd talk to my swing coach. And then we kind of break it down and just narrow it down to who we were interested in and who, who we'd call. So like, that's basically how that started for me. Uh, mm -hmm. pretty much started with, <laughs> Silverstein watching me nice um, so yeah that's uh that was how I got into the recruiting process and then it finished right after middle of sophomore years when I committed uh -huh. so, yeah I went on for about a little less than a year honestly so, gotcha gotcha it was, it was fun though it was awesome yeah you know and it's always an interesting feeling to whenever coaches are watching you or you're going on visits and you're, you know, you're kind of showing them what you got, like you said. Um, I, I think it's just really interesting that, you know, at the beginning, you kind of didn't really know how good you were. You didn't know where you could go play at and stuff. And then next thing you know, you're getting these college coaches watching and you're like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, you kind of pay attention to who's watching you now and stuff. So it's a, what were there, obviously, you know, you're at USC now you ultimately committed to USC, but were there kind of, a couple other schools that you were really interested in or was it kind of USC all the way? USC was always like the main, like yeah. number one. Uh, there were a couple other schools, probably three, four others that I was really like kind of considering. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and those were, those were schools that were, that were watching me as well. So mm -hmm. it was university of Oregon, uh, Georgia, Probably uh, UCLA was in there as well, and mm -hmm. then ASU as well. Gotcha, so gotcha. Those were the main ones that I was like really narrowing it down to. Uh -huh. uh, back then, when I was younger, I I didn't really know like what the what was going on, but it was, <laughs> it, was it was fun with figuring it out with my dad and my coach. So yeah, yeah. Was, USC was always the uh, the number one pick in my head, and I'd always kind of see myself coming here. So. Gotcha. You know, it's pretty cool to be able to, you know, have a university like USC that you were so kind of, you know, heart set on and stuff and to be able to go there and play there. Um, and I'm curious, why did you commit to USC? Where there, was there something about the program that you really liked or, you know, with the, I mean, the athletic department, there's such a rich history at USC. Like what attracted you there? So I actually, I committed to uh, Chris Zambri. Um, yeah. Or yeah. So not JT is my coach now, which has been great. But um, I originally, USC's got like like a really consistently like really solid team with the great oh, yeah. foundation and you know you're in Southern California it's a great university it's, I mean if you graduate from USC like you're in the top whatever percent you know yeah um so that was a big thing for me as well the recruits coming in here and that my team I felt like was going to be really solid and and a gr good group of guys so I was excited about that too and Mm -hmm. yeah, I was excited to commit to Zambri as well. I'm um, not going to lie. Uh, him and Silverstein at the time were going to be my coaches. Yeah. Crazy how it all worked out. Now I still see Silverstein all the time. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. So those are like the main factors for me. Uh, I'm not too far away from home either. I mean, I, everybody gets a little homesick. I'm not the worst with trying to go back home every, you know, but it's a, it's a great, it's a great spot. Um, yeah. It's great weather all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, with my scholarship, I have a, I have a Riviera membership. Wow, that's uh, awesome. That's uh, 
it's it's unbelievable just going out there and just we call it we call it a uh, rib rib spoiled you know like, <laughs> like, you couldn't believe like some of the people on the team are like oh you want to go to Riviera today they're just like ah like no like I'm gonna I'm just gonna go somewhere else like it's like it's crazy <laughs> you, I mean you're out there so much it's like yeah like this place is unbelievable but like mm-hmm. sometimes we all take it for granted we all know it but I mean I just I soak up every bit of it and it's pretty cool uh three of us on the team get it. Um, yeah yeah i guess we do that instead of doing something crazy like, like fly <laughs> private or something like that but it's it's pretty unbelievable to have that and have that with our team so yeah yeah that was also a big thing too with coming here that was that was offered with my scholarship so um, yeah it's yeah. tough to say no to that yeah it's tough to say no so it's yeah. it's 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 a pretty good deal so absolutely yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand it. I mean, like you said, I mean, whenever USC was like the program for the longest time, you know, and they always had a good team and, you know, the resources that come along with being there, you know, having a membership at Riviera. And I mean, it's a great spot over there. I mean, both whenever I, I've had people, you know, on the women's team, even, and they say the same thing. I mean, it's just a great spot. It's a great area. And, you know, guys on the men's team I've had on as well. So it's, yeah, it's a great place to be at USC. You can't go wrong with it. So, but it's really cool that you know, you're there now, you're enjoying every minute of it and just, you know, really soaking it all in. So um, I'm really curious about how your time has been there, you know, what all comes along with, you know, being a golfer at USC and maybe take us what like your weekly schedule looks like being a golfer there. Yeah, honestly, it's pretty busy and and tough, honestly. Um, I did not expect college golf to be (laughs) anything like it is. I basically going into, I was like, oh, like, obviously there's going to be qualifying and, and workouts every now and then. And yeah, we're going to, we're going to push each other. It's gonna be pretty fun and all this stuff. And you get here and it's like, I'm getting up at five thirty five days a week, which is pretty crazy, uh-huh. um, you know, for, for a golfer. Um, yeah. So basically um, to have access to some of these courses out here, you got to play pretty early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, besides Riviera, which you can, sort of work around not really um with classes and stuff or class schedule so basically what i'm my mondays is 6 a.m lift in the morning Mm -hmm. finish at seven and then class from get if i have time to get breakfast in between um I'll get breakfast, but class from eight to nine fifty, and then another one from ten to ten fifty. Yeah, and then sure. from there, um, Mondays are pretty usually like we usually we practice on campus or we're qualifying. Mm-hmm. So practice is usually at two on Mondays, and yeah, then sure. Tuesdays up at five thirty. Get to the course. Usually qualify at Trump National or Rolling Hills at seven seven fifteen <laughs> yeah. no warm up no warm up just go <laughs> um finish that come back to class probably at two so mm-hmm. like finish at 11 12 maybe get lunch and then come back straight to class and then after the class you're probably done for the day and then wednesdays wednesdays mondays are the same um tuesdays thursday are the same we play golf in the morning tuesday thursday at seven then mm-hmm. monday wednesday you got workouts class and then golf after and then gotcha. friday depending on how your classes are um usually just kind of a free day mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. like still workouts at at six though so monday wednesday friday are workouts at six and then, gotcha 
So yeah, so it's like a good every like five days a week you're you're up at you're up at uh five thirty five forty five for the most part. So it's right. pretty pretty busy. You got to manage your time really well around here, especially with the with the driving to the courses and stuff and getting mm-hmm. back to class. So yeah, it's a it's a tough adjustment for sure. But I mean, I think we've got the hang of it now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, down pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I get you, man. I mean, those, that the, the weeks for college golfers, it's, it's pretty intense. I think a lot of people just think that, oh, you go to class and you go play golf and then, you know, that's, that's pretty much it, but there's like a lot more to it. And, um, the time management is something that's, you know, really important. So, um, but it's cool though, to kind of hear how your weeks go and, you know, with classes and, you know, the courses you guys get to play and, you know, no warm ups at seven o'clock teeing off like that. Yeah, that that's a little tough for me, honest. Still, like that's tough for anybody. I feel like, yeah, me especially. I mean, I I hit the ball pretty far, so it's like, yeah, I'm warming up, like hitting a driver first hole. It's like, <laughs> you know, maybe a foul ball. <laughs> I get you. A little uh, breakfast ball, maybe. Come yeah, on, coach. <laughs> no, no breakfast ball though. So, yeah, but it's uh, you're busy. You're busy. So yeah, yeah, I get you. Busy man. though. It's a good type of busy. Exactly right, right. Exactly. I'm sure the days and weeks go by pretty fast when you're just on this schedule and you're one day after the other. But um, you know, I'm I'm just really curious about like obviously you're kind of earlier on in your college career still, but yet you've had, you know, really good experiences playing for USC. You've played in I don't probably almost every tournament. I mean, every yeah. time I've looked in the lineup, you know, Gavin's in the lineup playing for USC. Um mm-hmm. you know, I'm just curious about your expectations, like going into a division one program i know you said you didn't really expect college golf to you know be so intense you know what what were your initial expectations before stepping on campus my initial expectations were way off honestly that's something Mm -hmm. i wish i could go back and kind of like knowing now you know like sure but um my initial expectations were i didn't really know how everyone's game was on my team i knew like through junior golf how everyone was but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Like I saw like, a couple college results for some of the guys. Like I knew like they're solid and stuff. We had we also had a lot of transfers come in last year. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just weird with, with with Zambri leaving and a lot of the guys leaving with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I had to kind of still in a rebuild right now. Um, yeah. Doing, yeah, getting some transfers and new recruits coming in. So I I honestly didn't know what to expect. I was kind of like, oh wow, like let's just see how the qualifying goes, you know, mm-hmm. and I got a pretty good grasp of how everyone's game was through the first qualifier or two, first tournament or two. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of knew I was going to be starting for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. Uh, Cause I was kind of coming into school. I was playing really well. I mean, it was right after I, I won the IMG. So I was, you know, I was playing well. I had a lot of, I had a decent amount of confidence and yeah, you know, I, I kind of, at, at least last year, I, I felt like me and Jackson were, good on the team with each other we were both playing pretty well going into school so it was it was fun doing that and I kind of felt like me and him would be great kind of like feed off each other yeah pretty solid players who were going to be in the lineup so yeah um I kind of learned from the first qualifier too what it was going to be like and I kind of realized that I was going to be in the lineup so Mm -hmm. yeah from then it's just kind of kind of been the same qualifying has been a little less you know, like intense than it was then. There's sure. There's way more guys in the team then. Yeah. Everyone was coming in, not knowing what to expect. So like the first two qualifiers, it was pretty intense, honestly. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It was like a tournament. So yeah, can't complain. Um, 
yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, I learned that first first couple of weeks, kind of learned how it was going to be. Um, playing in all the tournaments, I learned a lot. I'm still learning. I feel like every time I'm playing solid, or every time anyone's playing solid, someone's someone's shooting lower than you. Like right. that's how that's how I feel like it is in college golf. Like even at like Pasa Tiempo a couple of weeks ago, like I was, I had a, like the last two tournaments I played have been pretty pretty poor and been bad, and I've been struggling a little bit, but like. I was like three under through like 13 holes. And I was like, I wonder where this puts me. And I like, look, I'm like in 12th place. Like, <laughs> All right. I got to make some more birdies. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, I feel like it's like that every most tournaments. So yeah, so it's, it's giving you something to, you know, shoot for. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, And you, you kind of learn what you have to get better at when I mean, we do like stats, we do like, we do our stats after every round and we kind of see what we lost and what we gained on and, Mm-hmm. So it's you learn a lot playing with a lot of good players too. you learn a lot what they're good at what you need to get better at so yeah I mean it's I'm still learning but I learned a lot I think I learned a lot more this year than last year um gotcha because this year we I mean we've had chances to win some tournaments and yeah pretty, pretty big tournament at the NIT so mm-hmm. uh, yeah you learn a lot as you go but yeah it's it's uh it's been a good experience so far and i'm hoping next year i could kind of you know play a little better and maybe contend some of these these top tournaments you know yeah absolutely man yeah i mean it's it's always a learning curve at the very beginning for you know for everybody but i mean it's like it's 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 funny to hear how the first couple qualifiers it was like super intense it's like you were the everybody didn't really know what to expect so everybody's going out there just shooting you know all at all you know firing all cylinders and stuff so but you know it's nice that you've kind of been able to find your spot with the team and you know things have been going well for you and um you know i mean i'm always curious about because you mean you're earlier on in your college career so you can still probably you know think back to this moment but you know what was it like teeing it up in your first tournament as a trojan like what were there were the nerves there you know what were your thoughts and you know just how did the round go i'm really curious yeah um there's there's always nerves every tournament <laughs> but that first one honestly they weren't as bad as i'd expected them to be yeah. um so like first we played at aaron hills first tournament um <laughs> first tournament all right here we go <laughs> yeah, first tournament aaron hills i was i think i was playing too so uh-huh. i was like all right like yeah it happens here um so first hole the par five i had a pretty good shot almost went in the water left or the weeds or water whatever you want to call it and then yeah i hit it far enough left and and far enough that um i had a seven iron into the green all right and i was just this par five and i was pretty nervous still like just you know Mm -hmm. it's a shot up there to like seven feet on the first oh, wow and then i'm over this little downhill seven footer for eagle and i'm kind of just like shaking still i'm like this is like i'm i'm nervous you know and i uh-huh. just, just barely tap it downhill and goes in for eagle first hole of my college career <laughs> wow. it's funny because jackson jackson who's my roommate uh uh-huh. eagled the first hole too as a freshman nice so it was it was funny um yeah then the next hole like i had a good look for birdie and then from there on out i mean aaron hills is pretty hard Sort of. I mean, it's pretty wide open. We didn't play it like that far back, but like mm-hmm. you got to drive it pretty well out there. So like I ended up like shooting a couple over. Mm-hmm. Um, 
think middle of my round, I sort of just made a couple bogeys and just wasn't getting anything. I was super like tentative still, like trying to just get used to being out there. Sure. <clears throat> and then the next two days I played pretty solid. And I think I finished like one under for the tournament, like in like 30th place or something. But gotcha. it, was, it was, um, it was cool to Eagle the first hole and like kind of see where I'm at, you know, that like then I didn't realize it, but like, that was pretty cool to do, you know, first. Yeah. It was, went, went pretty well for me, so. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a moment nobody will ever be able to take away from me either. Like, and it's just, it's cool to hear the the feelings that you were having over each shot. And, I mean, like you said, to Eagle, your first Dang. whole your college career, you know, at, at, at Aaron Hills, like, I mean, that's that's pretty awesome, man. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was, I couldn't, have, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was it was, it went perfect. It went per- first hole went perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's awesome, man. Well, it's really cool to hear those experiences. And, um, you know, I'm curious about obviously, you know, seasons, seasons come to an end for you guys. You're in finals right now. Um, you know, what are some goals that you have for, you know, this coming summer? What will you be working on with your game? And, um, you know, I'm curious about even goals for the remainder of your college career. Yeah. So um, this summer, I hope to big goal for me. I hope to get back to the USAM again mm-hmm. like I did yeah. last summer. It's pretty hard to qualify for the USAM. If honestly, it's like yeah, I think I don't know if they're expanding it. I I don't know. I think I I think I read something. Yeah, they're going to be know. making some changes to the qualifying stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, last last summer, I I mean, I shot nine under for two rounds. Mm-hmm. I got through in a playoff, so it was like. Yeah, basically, like you had, and there was only two spots. It's like basically, you basically had to like win a tournament to like get in. Exactly, so it's pretty tough. So I hope to get back there. I hope to play in a couple of those other AM tournaments that are pretty well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trans- Transmiss AM, couple couple other ones like that. Um, yeah, <clears throat> hope to get into and play. Um, but yeah, big goal for me is honestly like at school. I feel like it's easy when you go go play in the morning and and go to class and not not really think about it to kind of lose like your mechanics a little bit and like lose your swing mm-hmm. um i feel like i sort of like fall into that trap a little bit where i kind of just just i don't work on like little things enough i got gotcha. you yeah so that's a, a big thing for me is being more aware next year for sure that'll um help me be more successful i think in the it's hard in college golf like you kind of like go to class and you, you go to practice and you just got to go to a tournament it's it's weird you're on someone else's schedule but it's like <laughs> um some of the times it's like you don't feel like you prepared enough you know and you kind of just sure so i i want to feel more prepared so i'd have a little bit more confidence and in going into the tournaments so like i feel like this summer i just want to work really hard on just doing what i need to do to feel that way going into tournaments and being more prepared and more aware of what's going on i think yeah. that'll help me um a lot, honestly, a lot. Um, so that's a big goal for me this summer. Um, besides the tournament stuff, playing well in those, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably the that's probably the main goal for me. Like it's more of a long term goal, but mm-hmm. that's what I got to do this summer. I think to be pretty successful the rest of my college career. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Honestly, it's a challenge. So we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try and tackle it. So yeah, interesting. You know, I think. I think that's a a pretty interesting goal because like you said, I mean, you, you go out there, you play and you just, and then you have school and you just kind of get caught up in like, okay, like that's, you know, that's, that's good enough for the day. You know, I, I, you know, uh, I did what I needed to do, but to be aware of kind of, 
maybe things in your golf swing or, you know, certain aspects of your game. I, I think that's really interesting, man. I think a lot of people could, could do that because now I think back to just myself, like I play, you know, whenever I do and then on the weekends and it's like, okay, cool. I played and it's like, well, you could be a little more aware of like your swing or something or, you know, yeah. that's interesting though. Yeah. 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 Like a couple, like a couple guys on my team, they do it really well. They don't have their, their best stuff and they kind of know how to play with it. Um, yeah a lot better than most others that I've seen, including yeah. myself, honestly. So like, it's, it's cool to kind of learn and see what like for like firsthand kind of like how people go about like their games and like how they prepare and stuff like that. It's cool to learn from that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a main goal for me. Cause I feel like like when I like, that's a, that's something I really need to improve on to, you know, at this level, especially at with all the stuff we got going on. So, yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, at the level you guys play, I mean, it's like even just the littlest, you know, thing to differentiate yourself can really, you know, set you apart from somebody else. So, um, but it's cool that you've been able to learn that kind of, you know, from not only your teammates, but just from your earlier years of your college career. And I think that'll, you know, make you a better player for not only the future of your college career, but after college as well. And, um, you know, I'm curious about whenever your college career comes to an end. And I mean, obviously you have years still to play at USC, but have you thought much about what you're going to do after college and is, is professional golf something you want to, you know, try? Yeah. Um, haven't really thought much about it. I feel like we'll kind of just, just play it by ear, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I'm, if I'm, feel like that's what I want to try and do then that's what we'll we'll try and do obviously that's the that's the goal that's the long-term goal and you know people like people around me and whatever feel like I, I have the tools to do it so that's that's good knowing that um mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like I know that myself too um <clears throat> I just kind of got to bear down a little bit and and really really grind it out um sure. when the time comes for that obviously sure. feel it out senior year see what happens uh i'm getting to see my brother go through it right now so yeah he's gonna do a fifth year <clears throat> so gotcha. he has that option i don't have that option but mm-hmm. I'll see what he does um after next year so i could it's another thing to learn from so exactly <laughs> it's awesome having a, a brother in the the same sort of scenario as me so yeah see what he's doing first and then i mean i know how my game is compared to his so we'll see how how it goes for him and you know go from there honestly yeah i told it's cool that he's kind of you know able to kind of do everything first and then you're able to learn from it you know and kind of see where you stack up i guess so yeah that that is pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) but um we're heading to the next section of the show here i like to call the ham and egg section just to get to know you know, ask some more questions, get to know you a little bit more and stuff. And this first question I'm always curious about, because there's so many different shots or experiences in the game of golf that, you know, that you go through as a player. So I'm curious about what's the most memorable moment you've had while being on the golf course for you? Probably memorable moment. Um, Pretty memorable moment this year, honestly, first yeah. event of the year. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I've, I've had hole in ones and, and stuff, but um that was when I was back when I was younger, but I feel like this, like this year when we were in Washington, kind of coming down the stretch. Um, yeah, yeah. I made like a 60 footer on um, my 16th hole to kind of, I made like a 25 footer on the hole before and then a 60 footer right after. Nice. Was like this hill, like snapping. That was pretty cool. JT kind of went a little crazy across the lake. <laughs> A couple of parents did. Uh, that was a pretty cool moment for me because I was right in the, in the thick of things, you know, like yeah, to help the team out and 
I mean, it, eventually we didn't end up winning, but uh, at the time it was a, it was a really, sure. it's a really big putt. And those yeah. two threes were pretty big for us. And, you know, it is what it is, but that, that was a pretty cool moment for me. Either that or, or my hole in one at, when I was nine years old at, <laughs> at IMG Junior Worlds. Nice. Wow. Like, like an eight iron. I was like, from five, it was like 130 or 120 or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty cool moment as well. Uh, yeah. First on one. So those two, those two right there are, are pretty good memories for me. Yeah. I totally <laughs> get what you mean by, you know, making those putts and kind of, you know, people going crazy and stuff, because like you said, I mean, you're coming down the stretch here. They really, they, they, they really meant something for the team and for the tournament. So um, I totally understand what you're saying there. So, but it's a, uh, it's pretty cool to have, you know, that hole in one at junior worlds in competition like that. That's a, those are both really good experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, <laughs> They're pretty fun. A little eight iron from 130 yards. Let's yep. go. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Rolled in like a putt. Rolled nice. Like it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> nice, man. That's awesome. And the next question I have for you is kind of like, I mean, you're a junior golfer. You had a you know really successful junior career and stuff. I mean, do you have any advice for junior golfers out there with you know the game of golf or maybe with rec- with the recruiting process or anything? Yeah, kind of just come in with the with the game plan a little bit you come in with without like a game plan or anything to expect uh it could be a little hard at first mm-hmm. maybe you adjust eventually but yeah i would start saying um work on work on the wedge game and and uh short game a bunch that's mm-hmm. kind of what separates i mean everyone hits it pretty solid out here but the top of the top their short games are top notch so basically just work on the short game a ton and just just um come in here with the game plan and I think you'll be just fine. Absolutely. I think, I think that's really well said advice just with, you know, you, you, everybody hits the ball well at the level you're playing at. So you, if there's a way to differentiate yourself with the short game, definitely. Cause I mean, you can always, that can save rounds sometimes and stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, whenever you were something that you wish you would have known before going into college golf is, what all college golf was, you know, what it was actually going to be like. So, um, having a game plan, that's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> next question is, I mean, obviously week to week tournament to tournament, you guys are playing, you know, really, you know, intense golf courses, really cool places. Um, not only that, but just your summer tournaments as well. And I'm really curious about, you know, the way you attack a golf course, like when playing a competitive round or even in your practice round, like what's your routine like and what are maybe some of your strengths with your game that you really lean on during your rounds? Yeah. So, um, I kind of like to, my strength is obviously my length off the tee. Uh-huh. Um, and also a strength of mine is, is putting as well. So I feel like at the course, I, I look at where the pins are going to be and where I want to leave myself. Uh, mm-hmm. my birdie putts and then off the tee i it's like the main thing i focus on like where i want to hit it off the tee what club i want to hit what line i want to take mm-hmm. so i feel like for me in junior golf i kind of i hit a lot of like three irons off the tee and i, I feel like that's still using my length to my advantage yeah um, in a weird way um because i could hit a three iron out there um instead of a driver like some other people might instead because the distance, you know, so I sure I feel like um, in college, I've definitely been more like aggressive with more drivers, but I feel like I'm starting to learn, like, I don't need a ton of drivers, honestly. So yeah. I, feel like, I feel like I'm 
sort of going to get back to more three irons and using my length like that. And then drivers in the par fives and long par fours, you know, um, yeah, yeah. honestly, just, just lines off the tees huge for me, uh, with mm-hmm. my length. So yeah, it's easy to get carried away with wanting to hit driver all the time. And <laughs> it's like, I hit my driver pretty solid nowadays. So it's like, I want to hit it all the time, but it's like, sure. I, don't, I don't need to. So yeah. it's, like, it's yeah. hard to, hard to kind of like, just, be patient and just lay back, you know, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more, I'm focusing on lines off the tee a lot and then where I want to leave myself on the greens a lot. So that's, that's basically all I'm looking for in practice rounds. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it's just really interesting how people go about their practice rounds differently. And, you know, something that you really focus on is your lines off the tee. Like that's, yeah, I think that's great because I mean, that's something that you really pay attention to not only with and being disciplined with a driver, because I know, I mean, when I play college golf, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people hit driver just out of bounds or totally wayward. It's like, you yeah. don't need to hit driver there, you know, but yeah. <laughs> hey, if it's a strength for you, then by all means hit it, you know, but if you can yeah. hook a three iron out there, you know, freaking 270 yards, you know, you might as well <laughs> do that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'll say it. I don't love practice rounds. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're long. Like, just like they're long let's get the tournament started already like yeah you know it's not the not my favorite thing in the world but that's that is what i what i focus on um, yeah i get you man um next question is kind of just about the program at usc you've touched on having a membership at riviera and just courses you guys have been able to play but you know to you what's been the coolest resource you've had access to while being at usc coolest resource honestly riviera has Mm got to be the coolest resource you know, I, I've been able to take my dad out there to play around, which is nice. pretty awesome. Uh, I took Parker Sisk and his dad out last uh, – right before we left for Pac-12, so that was pretty cool because, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, his dad's never played it. It's a bucket list thing for him. Wow. That's a cool thing is bringing people out there, and you don't really realize how lucky you are until you bring someone out there. And, and the people you – I mean, the people you see at Riviera, you're just like – whoa like, yeah yeah oh you I go bet. the range you see you see mark Wahlberg on the range you see you see uh don Cheadle. wow don Cheadle's out there grinding every other other every other day i feel like mark <laughs> Wahlberg grinds a lot uh tom brady was actually out there when we played uh-huh. uh right before we left as well me and me and another team are out there we saw tom brady wow crazy and then when I was a Parker and his dad, uh, we met uh, Harry Styles out there. Wow, no uh, way. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy the people that you see out there and you don't even realize, like, you're like, wow, I, I'm a member at this historic, like, high-end country club. And it's yeah. like, you got to take advantage of your, you know, oh, like, 100%. You go out there as much as possible. So it's that's that is the biggest perk and thing I've, I've – I've gotten at USC is being a member there. That's been un- unreal. Yeah. That is just so cool to be able to have, you know, access to such a historic golf course. And, you know, uh, I'm sure it's a sight to see when you're there, but I mean, to see oh. people like that and, you know, just to yeah. be able to kind of call yourself like, you know, like a member there, that's, that's awesome, man. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. It's also like, it's crazy. Like you don't even realize it. It's one of the craziest things is like, you're literally in a Canyon. Yeah. Like, the houses on the golf course are like raised above, like on a hill, like looking down on you. And then uh-huh. on 18, when you come up the hill, 
you can like see the ocean like right there. It's like, Wow. it's, it's honestly, it's like a lot of tour pros, like this is my favorite course in the world. And you're just like, at first you're kind of like, what? And then like, you see like everything about the course, like, yeah, this is, this is pretty unbelievable. So Wow, that uh, looks it's, so cool. that's the, that's the, that's the coolest thing um, I've gotten at USC by far. Absolutely, man. That's totally understandable. I mean, that's that is just like you said. I mean, it's a bucket list for most people to just go over there and play, you know. So it's cool to be able to have access to the practice practice facilities and be able to walk on the grounds there. That's awesome, man. <laughs> that's really cool. We're heading to the last question here, man. I mean, I'm sure there's been a group of people or, you know, that have supported you and will continue to support you in the game of golf. But, um, you know, I'm curious about, you know, is there a group of people or person that has really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Not in particular. I'd, I'd have to say my, my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I, I mean, he wasn't like one of those parents who's like super hard on you as a, as a player or as a, you know, um, I feel like he's taught me good, my parents, both of them have taught me like good morals to have as Yeah. a, a kid grown up. Um, I feel like that has kind of helped me get where I am. Yeah. Just kind of like my dad, if I need a question about sports, I could ask him. He's been through it all. Um, Yeah. my Yeah. mom, my mom's always, always there for me. So I ask her all the time about like just anything Then my long-term swing coach has been, you know, he's been awesome. His name's uh, Steve Dalby. Mm hmm. Uh, Yeah. he's always he's always there if I need anything he's he's based in Arizona so yeah those those three and then also playing against my brothers helped me kind of get me to where I am as well so um yeah those four people right there um from the start from Right. the very beginning have have been um influential to me and uh helped me get to where I've been so Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's I, I totally understand what you're saying there. I mean, there's it's uh it's hard to you got to shout out the parents and, you know, and the family and, you know, long-term swing coach, like, you know, they, like you said, they've been there since the earlier days and, you know, they're going to continue to support you for the remainder of your college career. If you go on to play professionally or anything in life that you do. So it's cool to be able to go to them and, and get support from them. So Yeah. um, yeah, man, definitely got to shout them out. <laughs> Have to, have hey, to. have to, but, um, Well, man, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scramble with Delonado. Gavin, thank you so much for coming on here, man, and just telling us your story and you now wishing nothing but the best, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is this is fun. I, I enjoyed it. Absolutely, man. Definitely looking forward to seeing you at some events, <laughs> you know, hopefully this next season and maybe this summer. Sweet. Sounds Awesome. good. Thank you. Yep. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.